0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. All right, ready?
1: All right, let's do it. Let's get it.
0: Let's get it, partner.
2: Get
3: with hard luck. with with luck. card with hard luck. with
1: hard luck.
2: Good morning and welcome to Hard Luck Show. They call me Lucky Titanium because I have. A fucking titanium shoulder now in my arm. That's why I'm wearing this sling. Yeah. But we're here uh, for the Hard Luck Show. For you guys. Sitting across from me, my partner,
3: is Chumahan Bone American Indian Southern California Elegant Barbarian and here with Big Lux once again.
2: Yes. Yeah. And old blue eyes themselves. That's baby. right. the
3: Alien. Mm-hmm. Visiting your... Earth.
2: Reporting live that's from Alien. True. Reporting from Alien. Reporting that's from... Right. Oh, that's right.
3: Dude, he took a CBD. That's
2: right. And he's
3: tripping a little bit.
2: Son of a bitch. God damn it. God damn it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. And,
3: and oh, ladies and gentlemen, recurring guest, returning reigning champion from one, one of the greatest podcast no episodes. No lids on
1: the I, I just told you to make Pay no panic right? Right. And I swear to god I pushed the
2: All the ways around <laughs> <laughs>
3: you
1: know All right. the, the ways around God
2: damn this shit.
1: <laughs> did, we get, did we get
3: that on camera? Did it spill on camera? No I don't know no, man you gotta no. get out of here. Anyway listen you know what He never does that for any other guests Which means you are special That is an amazing big look <laughs> me, 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 me.
2: He's
3: in the bathroom.
2: We got that on camera. Uh, did we get that on camera? I don't
3: know. I don't know, know that's, that's good. real quick. Go ahead. Shh. Hey, uh, this this, this, this just, waterproof?
0: Like, just came off, bro.
1: Yeah, it just you rolled right off. Waterproof. Yeah, I scotch- You know, <laughs> I scotch- resistant. I scotch-guarded. Yeah. I yeah. yeah.
2: The brand new water resistant. Uh, uh, I scotch- hey, I scotch-guarded that, hey, that, that cookies outfit, Yes. I hit it with the scotch-guard. Oh, OG suicide, please, bro.
1: Excuse me.
2: I'm so sorry for that, You're good, though.
1: Him. Hey, no need for excuse. You didn't break wind. <laughs> nope, yeah. I didn't. Uh, if he does, it blows up hey, like your like shoulder went out. On <laughs> no, it
2: I didn't break wind, dog. You good? <laughs> yeah. nah, my pants. <laughs> say, Excuse rain me. Rain rain. You
1: know, like, what you do, fart? Uh, <laughs> don't say, Excuse me. We good. <laughs> my man. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> All right. But where where, where were
3: we before parents? we got sidetracked? Hey, here?
2: oh, it was going to get deep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's gonna get deep. It got deep already. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, hey. today. Yes. We have recurring guests, part of our family over at the Hard Luck Show. Let's introduce and reintroduce OG Suicide in yes, the house. OG Suicide. Thank, you mm-hmm.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What's up, man? Man, love one. What's good? Yeah. What's good, What's good man? Yeah. Let's get it. Let's What's get it. good
2: is I, 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 got to, I got to. Okay. Uh, we got to get Gray on a little bit, yeah. yeah. We got to interview and find Thanks. out a little bit more what was going on with him. I wanted you to come down as well and mm-hmm. catch up with you. Well, Listen, the last time we had OG on, it got it got real deep. That was that on our show, yeah. And then I went out to No Jumper, which, by the way, you guys, OG Suicide, since the last time you heard him. Has a great show on No Jumper. He has a great podcast himself. OG Suicide in the Building. OG Suicide in the Building. Wait, so th- for those that
3: are uninitiated, explain a little bit about OG Suicide if you would. Mr. Suicide. Oh, Mando. What, uh what what is No Jumper? How can they find out? Who is that? Mm-hmm. What is that?
1: Okay, No Jumper is uh mega platform, been around for years. And how the name OG Suicide in the Building came about, you know, my nephew AD uh, has a show on No Jumper as well. Okay. He's been over there for a little while. So every Tuesday, you know, when we all leave the studio, you know, uh, me and Dre, we go up to uh, No Jumper. And when I walk in the door, you know, they pretty much live on live stream. And Mm -hmm. when they see me, first thing they say is OG Suicide in the Building. Yeah. And that became uh, like... Pretty much like a household sand, you know. It went from a sand to a brand, from a brand to a podcast, and what for about two years? Every Tuesday, OG Suicide in the Building. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: And so now you have your own show. Yes. And
1: it's called OG Suicide in the Building. OG Suicide in the Building.
3: And when do people hear it? Where does it hit? How often? Da da da.
1: Um, I mean well, every Wednesday I film a show, then I also go live uh-huh. I first started just filming the episodes, and yeah, then we put them on the uh, YouTube channel mm-hmm. and they wanted to do a test run mm-hmm. to see you know how would it hold up and it held up, oh yeah, it's still here mm hmm so
3: how many shows you got under your belt
1: now, man? how longs it been? um probably like thirty um thirty Ew. shows okay. in, in in a matter of you know couple months, few months, 30 shows and probably about like eight live shows.
3: Right. But I mean, that's pretty good, right? Big yeah, Lux? bro.
1: And the and,
2: the, and the other thing is the live show is a whole different trip. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, mm. a live show is like, we don't do that. We do these recorded, we, we you yes. know, obviously, but a live show is like, we've talked about yeah. some live podcasts. Yeah. Have we had one or two that were live? I can't remember. No, we haven't, dude. So that's a whole different ball of wax. I came on and was First off, yes. extremely set, extremely impressed with the whole setup they got. Yeah. I mean, this shit was like I was at ABC. <laughs> and we got down, but yeah, but everything yeah, was running live, and yes. they had to get up and make sure we were on. And then three, two, one, action. Do they do off. that? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. They yeah. count you off? Yeah. On? yeah. yeah. Yes. Five, four, three, two. Uh,
1: we live. Um, we're live. Oh, wow. We're wow. live. A little live Hi. light comes on, all that. Do NASA, you, we have liftoff. <laughs> 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 so, so how do you start the show
3: when they tell you, you go live? OG Suicide in the Building? Do you have yeah. like a signature? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in once again and every week to OG Suicide in the Building. I appreciate the love, the support. And today. In the building, I got, like, my loved one, you know what I mean? Love mm-hmm. came out. Love mm-hmm. came out on yeah. the show. Man. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. We had a powerful episode, Love One, that spoke volume, yeah. you know, from from two older perspectives, man, into the youth, and not just the youth, but into everybody in general.
3: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I like that. Yes.
1: Absolutely, man.
3: And what goes, so for you, what is the show
1: about? What are you making it about? It's about mental health.
2: Yeah. It's about mental health. My show is about mental health. That's why I'm telling you his show was really like, not only was it needed, he's doing something and opened up a lane, man, that's become... It's becoming every hour a place that people need to go. People have to go. Yes, is, it's, where it's did where did you go
3: on your episode? Did he have you on the couch? We, yeah, yeah, certainly.
2: We Yeah. I mean the outline of this show is about that. So we spoke about that. We spoke about some addiction, some mental health, how it affected my life, my career, my ups and downs. You know? And we also talked about solution we talked a lot about solution in that yeah. show the second half. Yes. Um about positive things and and that w- how we need to be upstanding for the next generation and nobody mm. else is going to hand off that torch and and looking out for um our, our youth and looking out for the next generation and mm-hmm. these types of things. So, um you know, all around the basis of mental health and healthy living, you know, uh, yes. recovering, recovering living, you know? Yeah.
3: So, Mr. Suicide, let me ask you this, my friend. Yes. What do you consider essential for mental health?
1: My thing is this. Um, a lot of people feel like, well, from what they was taught and, you know, showed, uh, don't show weakness. Mm. Don't talk about what you've been through. You know, that, that's mm. being weak. Don't cry. Mm-hmm. No. Talk about it. Let's start from where life started. And what went on during this time? And as you got older, when you went through um, a part, a time frame in your life where you went through depression, how did you get through that depression? Mm-hmm. What were the steps you took to get through that depression? And what are you doing now in life, you know, to, to can you continuously? keep the depression off of you? What are you doing in life? And you take that story and you put it in front of an audience and you let them watch that story and say, wait a minute, I'm going through that. Right. Either they're going to go through the exact or similar. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, every story's different. So you take all these stories and you put them in front of the world and everybody can you can pretty much choose, watch them all and you'll learn from it. Mm. Take what you want. Yeah, take what you want from it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because people need to understand and know you're not alone.
3: Based on what you've experienced in your life and based on what you've experienced in your show, Mm. meeting new people. Yes. Okay, or old friends. Yes. All right. What do you think is maybe some of the top reasons, factors that go into giving people depression?
1: Um... A lot of people have been abandoned, been mistreated, you know, by family members, mm-hmm. um, abused by family members, you know, um, bullied in school. Mm-hmm. It's like the the reasons, like, it multiplies. It just goes on and on. There's there's different reasons, you know. Everybody depression is different, mm. and the key thing is a solution for the depression, because. After my show started, from my, my interview with Adam, is what really took off and what really gravitated a lot of people to me as well on a different platform. Because I've been doing suicide prevention and awareness for the past 15 years of my life before I got on, you know, the YouTube scene. Mm-hmm. And that just pretty much put me in front of more people, you know, between the ages of 18 and, let's say, like... 28, 29, 30 that either have a drug addiction, Mm -hmm. um, giving up on life, feel like there's no hope. They have no hope. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm out of high school. I don't know what to do with myself. I can't get a job. And um, the slightest thing I'm learning will cause a person to go into depressed mode. Because it's like, who do I talk to when when they when they have something on their mind? Some people will be like, oh, man, you sound dumb. You sound crazy. Get out of here. I don't want to hear that. But that's not what they want. They're coming to you. If a person come to you and open up their heart. The least thing they want you to tell them is I don't want to hear that. They're, They're coming to you to vent.
3: Yeah, but some people, when they come to you, to, I mean, I'm not arguing one way or the other, but I'm saying in some situations, somebody comes to vent to somebody who's trying to keep that shit away. From, like they themselves are all like this close to depression and you come and vent, tell your true feelings. There's some people who are, they are afraid to help. They're afraid to open the door because they don't know if
1: they're going to be able to handle it. Vent to each other. Hmm. You vent to me, I vent to you. Mm-hmm. We work together as a team to come together and give each other advice on a solution. Mm-hmm. So what the breakthrough is with me, people know my life story. So when they start seeing these episodes come out, it's like it was blown away. Like, wow. Yeah. And then I put my number out there publicly. So. On the average, every day I get about twenty, twenty-five phone calls a day, about thirty, forty messages on social media, and the key thing is they really blows them away. Is I respond to them, or I answer the phone, hmm. and I talk to them, and they ask me for advice, and I give them real advice that they can stand on. I stand on it, and the advice that I give them, man, you can live by it. And then what really you know gets them is. I check up on them, just see how they follow up. Let me see how y'all doing. I got about 7,000 contacts in my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and and since the show started a few months ago, in I mean, I I just say the numbers. Well, you know what? Let me go. Hey, how you doing, man? It's really OG. Everybody be like, wow, this really you really answered your phone. Like, yeah, I supposed to. That's why I give it out to answer it. I've been had this number seventeen years. Right, and. I, I'm being that I, re, I really put myself in a position where I, I know this is my calling and I signed up for it and, and I'm gonna live by it. Right. Know? So mm-hmm. when they reach out to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to give them that ear. I'm going to listen. I'm not going to stir them away.
3: What's one of the most surprising things you heard in all these years of listening to
1: people? Is there something? Well, several. I've got many a phone calls where I've talked people out of committing suicide. Where how, they, how they have close? reached out. I'm ready to die right now. That close, you know, ready, ready to end their life, you know, and I stay on the phone with them, you know, whether it's an hour, two hours or or however long it take to continuously tell them and give them a reason why they should want to live when they actually are, are 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 neglecting what I'm saying and, you know, being rebellious. About it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like no, no, no. I I hear you, but no. I I, I feel like, what am I living for? I re- I'd rather die than live. They're hell bent on dying. Yeah, they, that's their whole focus. Like except, I want to die right now.
3: Except they called OG suicide, so there's something in yes. there,
1: right? There was right. something in the back of their mind that made them say, you know what? Let me see. And I've talked many of them. They, um, there's a lady, um, a friend of mine. Um, Burner, Sir Burner, that's my boy. He hit me, he said, Man, my homegirl, man. I just got off the phone with her. She's talking about killing herself. She, you know, her kids don't want nothing to do with her. Mm. She's a lawyer. Mm. Financially stable. Right. And I got on. I called her. I said, give me her number. I called her. Um, I don't want to put her name out there, but I called her and I said, Hey, this is OG. And, you know, um, Bernard, he told me to call you. Like, what's going on? And, you know, she started crying, and she was drinking. Yeah, that's not good. She was drinking, and when I tell you she was drinking, she was drinking. So she she was, like, in denial. Like, no, you you can hear a knife. She got knives. You can hear the knife in the background through the phone. Man. And, 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 and as I'm listening to her, in my mind, while I'm talking to her and telling her, like, no, this is... Not what you want to do. My kids don't want nothing to do with me. And she had all these different reasons to say, I hear what you're saying, but I don't hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I want to die. You know, I got the knife right here. You you can hear it. But the more I stayed on the phone with her, it seemed like the more she kept drinking. So she got even more intoxicated to where she ended up falling asleep on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I was on the phone with her for about like an hour and 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm not hanging this phone up, you know, like, like I was explaining to her, like every day above ground is a, ble- a blessing. Like you have a lot going on in your life. You have kids. what try to find a way to fix the problem of why your kids don't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you have to own up right to things right you know sometimes you got to be the bigger person in the situation Sometimes, no matter you gotta, how you feel sometimes you got to be the parent yeah you well, mandatory mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. you know you have to be the parent and like i said she ended up going to sleep on mm-hmm. the phone mm-hmm. literally that's how intoxicated she was and next morning you know she I, she was just on the phone i'll I stay on the phone for like another 15 minutes just like Calling her name out, and she was out cold. I called her in the morning, and she was like, wow, I can't thank you enough. Like, I remember talking to you. And, you know, I I, I still check on her. And she's like, no, I'm I'm definitely fine. Like, my kids is in my life. They're back in my life. We're we're back together as a family. And I said, let me say one thing to you. Imagine if you would have went through with it that day and actually – Took your life. Right. You would have never had that chance to build that relationship back with your kids again. And she understood that. And she's fine now. I talked to her probably about four or five days ago. She's good. She's good. That's, it, the thing is, man, is when people I see when people look at me, they know it's sincere. I mean, that's true. That, you know, that could this comes it, off gimmick, of yeah, you in ways. Yeah, this is not a gimmick. This dude been through hell with buckets of gasoline. And, right. And and, and, and and took the cards I was dealt and played them.
3: Let me ask you another question. And this isn't I'm not trying to get too deep with it. No, so no, I, go ahead. No, 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 Deep sea dive with it. It's fine with <laughs> <to> me.
2: <laughs> deep sea dive. Man. No, but Put your I, goggles on. Yeah. Submarine, partner. whatever you want to... However you want to go.
1: No, we'll go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go.
3: No, 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 I'm, I, I'm kind of curious because I think about this problem of suicide, right? Okay. And I look at today, the modern society, or wherever we live, right? Yes. And I can see how there would be a lot of pressures. I can see a lot of people cut off from culture. Mm. I could see a lot of people... So in in do you have a concept like do you think about like a time when being a human was it wasn't easy but like maybe it was more grounded
1: and that suicide wasn't well social media when social media hit the world like a storm mm. it's like the suicide rating went through the roof Because everybody have this certain persona that they want to hold up and and be this certain individual on social media. Yeah. And then it's like in in social media world, they will love you today and crush you tomorrow. Uh And it'll break you down like a puzzle. Right. And, And how do you build yourself up from that? You was here. And then there's the little slip and fall in your life, and everybody crush you. You go from a star, you get arrested for the little thing. And that is memes on you. Mm-hmm. There's all these different things out there about you that, and you're seeing it. You, you can't avoid it, and then you keep going and look at it, and you're seeing it more. You're getting phone calls. Mm-hmm. That's enough to break a person down. Come on, man. You got millionaires committing suicide. So it's not about money. You know, you can have all this money but not be happy. Well I'd rather I, be rich in happiness and then be financially stable. Cause I was thinking
3: about I was thinking about society and I was like, Well so when You know, at what point do empires come along, right? They steal the land from the American Indian. They put black folks in in chains, Mm -hmm. right? And don't pay them. Mm -hmm. And and that system was super oppressive, right? Yes. And the people that did it, a lot of times we think like, you know, this only happened to to black Americans. But the truth is, even the masters got sick. They got diseased by that, right? Yes. So I think about all of that, and then on top of that, the rest of whatever happens
1: in the 40s, 50s, 60s, right? Yeah. And then social media. So I'm thinking like, man, right? You got to realize, though. Go ahead. Back in them days, don't forget, people were uneducated. What does that mean? No knowledge. You, You wasn't even allowed to read a book. And? You couldn't think for yourself. Yeah, but you, you, you were you, you were you were you were controlled. That's true. You know, it, it, it was mind control. Oh, for sure. During those times. So yeah. if, if it's mind control and you're uneducated and you're not allowed to do certain things or we gonna do something to you, we catch you with a book. We gonna do something to fear. They built that fear up. Yeah. To people were scared. They lived in fear. Yeah. And to some eventually was like, you know what? They started thinking for themselves
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and was like, I'm out of here. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find, I'm going to go this way. I'm -hmm. going to go this way. Mm -hmm. You know, some got caught. Some got away. Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, this right here is dang, this is powerful. You learn how to use this the right way. (laughs) like playing chess man and nothing can mess with you and nothing can stop all of you can stop you i mean that's real
3: bro because what you're saying is is like okay so in the american context we know what you're talking about but for every king and queen of europe they're slaves they're called slavic people because they were slaves yes that's why they're slavs yes And all that oppression to make, like, some family, some empire. So that's what I think about when I think about, like, where we're at now with suicide and mental health. I'm like, maybe it would, maybe this mind wouldn't have got twisted up where it might think, like, I should die prematurely by my own hand if... We didn't give over to these building of
1: empires. This this some's got to have more than others. I wouldn't even blame that. I would the environment. Of how you live. Yeah. You know, just like me when I went through what I went through, it had nothing to do with buildings or anything. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was how I was living. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't have that guidance. I didn't I didn't have an OG suicide that I could talk to and, and tell them how I felt. Because who I was in my neighborhood, the respect factor that I was for me to come to my OGs and tell them how I'm thinking, I felt embarrassed to even use those words. How how the shooter want to shoot himself? Mm -hmm. So it's like an embarrassing thing. That's where the suicide comes in at. It's like, who do you talk to? If you want to kill yourself, who do you talk to? Who's going to understand you? Who's going to say, you know what? I get it. That's why I put my life on the line. I me to be the face of never give up. Because I understand. I know what it feel like to pick up a gun and, and want to eliminate yourself. I know that feeling. Mm. I walked in them shoes. Mm. So I get it. So when I say I get it, I get it. Not some of these hotlines. I, I tried to volunteer for a hotline before and it broke my heart. Why? They, because they said they wanted to train me, and I would have to take four sessions to get on the one eight hundred number on the on the on the, um, the hotline to talk to people. Well, it's going to be one hundred fifty dollars a session. You know, it's going to be four sessions. And I said, "Have you ever considered suicide?" He said, "Oh, definitely not. I'm a grad from this humongous college." Yeah. Well, how do you understand? with the people that's going through on the other end of that phone. I'm educated in this. I could train you. Mm-hmm. How about that? I'm more experienced than you are. It, it, there's a difference. So that's why when people hear me talk or they see the interviews that I do, they I get it. I got a homeboy, man, that you know what I mean? He came and see me speak at a uh, Uh, 5k running walk Mm -hmm. I spoke shared my story he sit there clearly watched me tell my story his brother probably two weeks later came to him and said man I want to kill myself oh you want to kill yourself you want me to give you the gun you want me to give you the gun so you can kill yourself idiot you want to die here Here go. I'll give you the gun hmm Next day, he blew his brains out. See what I'm saying? Man. Wrong terminology. He 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 came to you to vent to you, to tell you how he felt. And this is what you tell him? You don't embrace him? You don't make sure you stay with him for the next few days just to make sure he's good and he's comfortable? And he get that confidence? Because when a person gets to that breaking point, they lose the confidence. They lose Everything there is you're supposed to have built up inside of you that that represents who you are. When you lose that, then what you got, what do you have? Hmm. Everything you are, you you lose it. Everything that this is who you are. And then one day, all of a sudden, it's just ah, it's gone. Hmm. How do you get that back? Where do you get the confidence from? Where do you get the inspiration, the motivation? The who hope. inspires you The hope? Where it's it come talk- from? It's interesting what
3: you were saying, though, because you are saying, like, hey, I was the shooter, and then I wanted to shoot myself. How can I go anywhere with that? And part uh-huh. of it is who you think you are,
1: and it's it's in crisis. I, I knew who I was, but like I said, when sometimes when people have things inside their heart, like I said, you know, a lot of people are, you, you grow up, oh, uh, don't talk about your problems and your, your struggles. You weak. You weak. Mm-hmm. You weak. Oh, don't cry about it. You weak. Oh, uh, uh, you soft. No, you're not. No, you're not. Love one, Miss Price, who adopted me, she passed in 92. Some days I sit and think about her and shed tears. Some weak? No, I'm going to let it out. I'm going to let it out, loved one. And then I'm going to get myself together and (laughs) start my day. You're not weak. And that's what my whole thing is to do to show people talk about it. Too much pressure will bust a pipe. Mm -hmm. So you don't let it stay built up. You talk about it. But then when you feel in that way, it's like, who do I talk to? I can't talk to Granny, granny, gonna get on the phone and call everybody. Mm. Or this idiot over here talking about killing himself. Or I can't talk to this person because he's gonna look at me a certain way. Then it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up till one day they just snap. Mm. They snap. Who do you talk to? So now, like I said, man, I average 20, 30 calls every day. people that's going through it no matter how big how small sometimes people um, they'll lose their job you know I had a gentleman hit me wanted to kill himself he just lost his job he like man I'm finna lose my apartment he panicked like I said main thing don't panic when that time happened and I pretty much gave him some real advice like he, he was crying on the phone Like, you'll get another job, loved one. Like, man, I'm finna be homeless. I'm finna have to sleep in my car. I said, listen, go talk to them. Go talk to the people where you live at and let them know what's going on with you. I'm sure they'll give you some time. How long you been living there? Man, I've been living there for about three years. Go talk to them. Don't be scared to go talk to them and tell them I don't have it right now. I just lost my job. I talked to him about three days later, man. He had a new job and they gave him some time. Mm-hmm. Don't panic. When it hit the fan, don't panic. Don't panic, Chumon. At, at all. You really can't. You really can't. Really can. And talk about it. And that's my whole thing of being the face of never give up. Talk about it. If it's on your mind and, 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 and you feel like you ain't got nobody to talk to, holler at me. Call me. I've been at this number 17 years. My other phone 12 years. It ain't going nowhere. Reach out because I'm going to show reach back. Mm-hmm. Every day above ground is a blessing. And I've learned that. I have no regrets in my life. Nothing I've been through, done in life, nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it at all. But I can say this, and I stand on it. There's nothing in this world that can ever go on in your life that'll make you want to take your life. Nothing. Let me ask you a question. Hmm.
3: So how can I uh, be prepared? Because I don't know that I'm, I would be prepared to talk to
1: a friend who was going to commit or w- wanted to commit suicide. I don't think I have the weapons. Why not? To, hel- to help them through that. Well, you do have the weapons. Like, how do I? You, you know how to give advice, right? I mean, yeah, I, I can give pull advice. your feet for, pull like registered you, as weapons. No, yeah, you, you know how to give advice, right? Like, yeah. if somebody called you, yeah. like, if I called you right now, with well, me, like, hypothetically speaking, let's just say I'm somebody else, and I called you, I'm one of your friends, and, right? And I and, and you pick up the phone, and and, and what's your name again, love one? Sean. 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 Man, everything is bad, man. I'm ready to die right now. Yeah. What's the first thing you're going to say? Well, I, you know, first, I, I, I guess I would let them know that, I, you know, you have people that love you. And okay. People that don't want to see you go. That okay. Our, our lives would be, you know. Devastated. Devastated, yeah. And you told me you wouldn't know what to say, right? Well, I mean. No, just, no, no, I no, think no, 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 I think no. what I'm asking no. you is no, how but can but I be I'm, better prepared? But what you just said is the start. Right. Of being prepared. The key yeah. thing. You got to let them know they're loved. Right. some people feel like they ain't loved in this world it's like who who the hell loved me i used to feel that way you know especially in the hood like man, yeah cats don't love me man i die tomorrow okay yeah y'all gonna cry and you know come to my grave the day they bury me then after that is ah, i'm just a conversation
3: you know so, what's you know well what's, that brings up something for me because i feel like none of a lot of us aren't reaching out to people that we know in our lives and telling them that we are receptive to this. You know why? We're receptive you to know why? talking about this kind of thing.
1: Because everybody is stuck on text messages, homie. I still live by picking your phone up. I call and check on people. That's how it was before cell phones when it was rotary. People called and checked on people. Nobody really do that anymore. Just being honest. How many times have you, how, many, how often do you pick up your phone and check on loved ones?
3: He calls me all the time. I okay. call him all the time. Oh,
1: but that's one person. Oh, I call a lot of people all the time. Okay, how about you? Okay. I text a lot. See? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes a text could get disconstrued. Sure. You know? No, no, it could exactly be misunderstood. Man, how you doing, love one? Hey, I ain't want nothing, man. I just call to check on you, see yeah, how you're doing.
3: But OG Suicide, how do you people not fall into the trap? Because you're right. You're right. I mean, it's not even just calling them up. It's the affirmative act of reaching out and not for something, not because I need something, not because i about, but how do you not fall into the trap? Because even reaching out and saying, how you doing? You cool? Can be cold and distant because uh, other person says, yeah, I'm all good, but they ain't good. And then you know it ain't, but the situation's not right. So you ain't going to press in on Pull it. up on them. I see it
1: all the time. Pull People, up on them. How you doing? Fine. Pull up on them. Pull up on them so they can tell you eye to eye. Yeah, how good they're really doing. Come yeah, on, you can read it. Mm-hmm. You can read it. The signs are there. Oh, I know I can. Okay, pull up on them. Yeah. Don't don't always expect. You can't see through the phone. Mm-hmm. You can hear. hmm But you can't see. Well, you need. I used pull to up be thinking that. about. Yeah, I used to be thinking uh, if I could find them. I him, used to have thoughts that got moves around and, and a smile on my face the whole time. Right. You, you never know. Dude,
3: listen, I'm in a profession where that's what it is. There's not a single person that I don't go every day and deal with. They're fine. Right? Because yeah. they can't show weakness because of the professional
1: situation. But see, that's the key thing. What I'm changing the narrative zone is not weakness. Right? Everybody thinks, oh, you, you're weak. Cause, oh, man. Because they be honest with you. Well, man, really, man, I, I don't feel good, man. This is going on in my life. And, you know, they feel like... Some people gotta leave pride at the front door. Mm-hmm. Pride is mega in this world. Yeah. From all walks of life. I don't care what color your skin is. Mm-hmm. If you do if, if you're in a bad situation or you think you're bad and you 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 got clouds in your head to where you can't see clear and you call, that pride is gonna make them say, Oh no, I don't really wanna. It tell them how I feel. Oh man, I'm good. Everything good. Yeah. Oh. Whoop whoop. What's but, but, up? But but the pain is the the pain starts here, and, and before you know it, it's here. Mm-hmm. That's why I said pull up on them. Pull up on them, loved one. If, if, if you have a thought in your mind, like you know what, like I don't know. Let, let me just stop by. No, you can't do it for. Everybody, I understand. Yeah. But you got to start somewhere.
3: You know what, though? There's also a power for an individual because what you said about being in the hood and feeling like, man, people don't really love me. Yeah, they feel bad, and they'll come to the, the funeral, and they'll put my picture up, and they'll be like, man, he was a good dude. And then 10 minutes later, they're back to eating pizza, and fucking life goes on, right? Yeah,
1: life goes on.
3: Right? But, like... Sometimes I've thought of that for myself when it came to like alcohol and drugs or going
1: out or doing some shit like that. So you used to be heavy on alcohol and drugs. Oh shit, yeah. Man,
3: that was my well, not drugs, alcohol. Okay. Well, All you right.
1: said alcohol and drugs. So yeah, but I, I said I'm, I'm a
3: good listener. No, I know you are. And okay. then I corrected the thing. I yeah.
1: wasn't really a crazy drug. You corrected after I asked you, but okay. Let's That's go. true. All right, let's That's go. That's true. See, I listen. All right, All right let's go. Appreciate you, loved one. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, okay.
2: loved. Okay. Yeah. Love let, love, right? right, we'll let, let it out, love one. Let it out, love one.
1: (laughs)
3: So so there was some things, though, where I realized that if I continue drinking the way I was, I'm going to turn out like some people I didn't want to be. Okay. All right? And my life was going to go downhill. Okay. I might not die, but I'll just be bumping on the bottom. Okay. Right? Not doing anything great, not doing anything terrible, just mediocre gray. Okay. Like a gray sludge. And people will be like, but their life will go on. I'll be the one that suffers. Yes. I'll be the one that misses out on the next day. Right? Yes. It'll be me that won't know if there's like a a new tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It'll be me that didn't maybe like, maybe this will pass. Yes. Right? If that is what has carried me through in the early days. I don't, I'm not in those places and I'm not saying it could never be because there's things that I love in this world now that if it was taken away and it happens to people, I don't know how I, I don't know how I'd get through that every day. Right? When you become a parent, it's hard to be like, oh, man, yeah, I'm tough. Yeah, you're tough, but there's something. So sometimes realizing that, like, maybe the only person that's
1: going to really love you is you. But love starts with itself first. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, then, you know, what do you have?
3: And when you said about mind control, man, that's like the society mind control. I think one of the things that they do today, especially with whatever— is to teach you not
1: to love yourself, and that's how you would get to a place where you would think it was we to express your feelings. Well, a lot of things that's force fed, yeah, to people on social media mm-hmm. and, and media e- yeah, in general. And, yeah, and media in general, right, is um, tragics, right. drama, mm-hmm. stuff to control. Here, there are some countries that can't even watch the stuff that our youth watch on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's right. blocked. Yeah. They can't see it. Japan is one. They can't watch that. They can't watch people getting jumped and packed out and beat with baseball bats. They don't want their people watching that idiot shit. They can't watch that. Mm -hmm. They can't. They can't. Mm. And and I've said this many a times too, man. As a parent, you got to definitely be a parent and stop letting devices raise your kids. Because in these days and times, man, our social media was outside. Oh, dude. That was you our social media. We went me. outside. But man, I watched a lot of TV. I still teach my kids that, you know, as well. Yeah, social yeah. media is outside. <laughs> but in these days and times, not all households, mm-hmm. but a lot of households, love one, these devices is the parents. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. You know, it's like the parents is just... Um, the landlord. They go to work, come home, um, pay the bills. You know, I think society's set up that way, though, my friend. Of course, they they
3: started, and I'm not saying women or men should work or not work. I ain't saying that. I'm not into that. And I don't wrong with working. I don't. Yeah, I'm not into that. But what I will say is the way working changed, right, for some segments of the population, because other segments, both sexes, were working from the very beginning. So let's not. All right, but. Is separate mom and dad. They're both working. And now the kids are being raised by fucking HBO, Cinemax. And now it's social media. And now it's even worse. And I public think even- school.
1: And then they're breaking up homes. Yeah. That's a, a, a big thing. Right. You know, because they they, they say they want a future, but how you want a future and you're destroying it. Nah, what they say they want, what they really want want. are more problems. They want
2: you to be sick. (laughs) Yeah. They want you to be scared. They want you to react. Live in fear. Right. Because that, then they can sell you their products. That's it. They make a lot of money off of
3: people who are not
2: whole. Right. Right. There's something wrong with you. There has to be. You need something. And then you got to buy it. And that's why you start speaking too clearly. That's why I'm not clearly. into taking medication. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you start speaking too clearly and oh, you better watch out, boy. They get rid of your motherfucker. yeah, you ass. better watch well, out.
3: there's two yeah. ways. They'll do it, too. They get rid of you or they right. buy you.
2: Yeah. Yes. Damn straight, brother. Right? There you go. They get rid of you or they buy you. Either that's you take it. the... Hey, what do they call that? Uh what they used to call that nickel or
1: platinum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they offer yeah. you uh, yeah. right 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 what right. yeah. the other right right yeah well back to when did you get off the echoha when did you when did you say to yourself you know what i'm done with this let me get off of this stuff cuz this is clearly killing me slowly uh, i'm i'm dying slow yeah i'm sort of destroying my insides yeah you know and at what at what point 2002 2002
3: I was about 25 or 7 I can't remember exactly It was in my, my late 20s Okay I had a good one And it, it was like a situation where um, You know, I was still working and doing things Not big things
1: It don't matter No, no, no But I was still Anything drinking. is better than doing nothing Right That's another thing where We all Everyone go wrong at as a human I call it a human error because some people don't really appreciate the most smallest thing in their life. Because mm-hmm. everybody is stuck on the, the big picture. Mm-hmm. The big picture. Yeah. But you got to grow to the big picture. How, how are you going to get to the big picture if you don't start small? I know a lot of people, uh, many people hit me up and complain about their jobs. Yeah. Man, I'm this job, I'm paycheck to paycheck, and mm-hmm. every time I get paid, it go to all the bills. I don't have nothing left. I said, you got a roof over your head? Like, yeah. Right. F- fridge full, bills paid? Like, yeah. I said, now, imagine life without that job, that little job that you're talking about. How would life be? You're like, man, it'll be all bad. I said, now, my point exactly. Right. Appreciate You're able to go to work. You're healthy enough to go to work. Healthy enough to go to work. And work that nine to five to be able to cover those bills.
3: Yeah. In so, yeah, 2002, I drove blacked out. Mm. And I said I was only going to have two drinks. Okay. Drove blacked out. What was your choice? A drink? A fuck, man. I was going to drink two beers. Got to the place. My buddy said, tequila shots. Completely against everything that I had planned. <laughs> totally against it. But it sounded good to me. Yeah. Had a couple of shots. Next thing you know, I woke up in my apartment. I don't remember how I got there. Door wide open. Wow. Right? Did I kill somebody? Did I hit the thing? What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> and um, That was a wake-up call. And I got down, I got down on my knees. Uh, I felt so hung I felt like a, a hangover I had never felt before. Mm-hmm. Crawling out of my skin. Then I prayed and I never prayed. And I remember saying and I really did say this, I'll do anything I gotta do to never feel like this again and that's that prayer a lot of people say when they're in that situation, but go ahead. And then it popped in my head, stop drinking. That's Show.
1: instant And you stopped You went cold turkey No God no oh.
3: I knew enough <laughs> I knew enough That I did I had tried to stop before bro Yes I had tried to stop before right? Okay Week here Month there Blah 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 All the shit that they talk about Okay No I had to go do A, a certain program Okay I had, to, I, lo- I had just And I went to uh, A place where they meet And I looked at the wall Right, I'm a fucking student guy, so I'm like, well, I ain't going to be like hey, these fucking chumps. They don't know who they're dealing with. I'm going to come in here and get an A. Looked at the fucking steps, you know. Found the biggest, burliest, most tattooed dude in the fucking place. Thought, man, if someone's going to give me a start drinking, i going to have to be some kind of scary motherfucker. Ain't going to be playing no game. right? Guy got up, said, nothing changes, nothing changes. I was like, fuck, that's the dude. That's that guy right there. That's a true story, <laughs> true story, and um, and I did the work, right? I did the the work and everything.
2: Surely
3: did, and yes. And then and then um, and that was a year in. I was still not feeling happy about the thing, though. Okay, right? I did the deal, whatever they laid out, and um, mm, and I was at the Seven Eleven. And I was like, oh, man, if I'm going to feel this miserable, I might as well be fucking drinking. What's the fucking point? Yes. Fuck, if I don't feel the relief, what's the point? Yes. But just by luck, I called up my buddy. I said, look, this is what I'm doing. And guy's like, maybe you got to do the steps over again. I'll start from scratch. I was like, maybe I do. Right. And the other thing was I was um, doing a service thing. Right. Like and I was setting up the. I was doing the coffee because the coffee was the one that bummed everyone out because you had to get up early and carry shit. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can handle yeah, that. Make the coffee. Oh, fucking Sergeant, man. Hey. Corporal Bones showing up for dude suck. Right? All that. But it still didn't fuck. So I, told, I was talking to my buddy. I said, hey, man, you know, I'm doing service work. And he's like, yeah, bro, but maybe you're doing something that ain't hard for me. Maybe what's hard for them and all that ain't hard for you. What yes. don't you want to do? I was like, ah, man, I don't want to be that guy standing on the steps with my hand out to people saying, welcome home. My name is so-and-so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you did it? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I fucking did, dude. And you I did it.
3: Uh, not only did I do it, but... I felt awkward as hell doing it, and my name was Chumahan. I didn't have the braids yet, and all that shit. I was all chubby and <laughs> fucked up looking. I was like Chumahan, and people were like, "What? What the? Like, fuck? what the fuck is this saying? Yeah, exactly. What kind of name is that? What are you fucking? Yeah, and all that shit, bro. But um, but that helped it. Uh, that was it. It was enough of a challenge, okay, right for me, yes. really, okay. To get me off of whatever it was I was thinking about. Well, that's good. And then about two years into that, I definitely felt better. Okay. Definitely felt better. Had a renewed sense of purpose or whatever that was. Nothing was fixed, right? There was still other shit that I had to get. But like you but said, you got to start small star, yeah. and build out. From yeah. where I am now with a wife Grove, and a kid. You, right. you,
1: you know, you're you, you always growing, right? In yeah. life, right? Well, no. When, when you're born as a baby. Mm-hmm. You grow It's true um, One years old Two years old Three years old mm-hmm. uh, Ten years old mm-hmm. then Thirteen years old I stopped growing about When I was five no. years old and I, That's I why I'm it. short But then from uh, Thirteen year old You you grow into Adult mm-hmm. 21. Mm-hmm. Um, thirty, From thirty you, You're still growing Yeah You hit that forty You're still learning You're still growing That's true you, you hit 50. You're still learning. You're still growing. Every day, you're still growing because you're growing into each step of your life. From a baby until walking. Now you're walking. You know? Um, like I said, when you, you hit that, that from 1 to 10, from 10 to thirty, when you become a teenager, yeah, you, you're still learning. You're learning who you are as a teenager. You're growing into this teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 30-year-old, you, you, you grow into that age bracket. 40-year-old, well, you grow into that age bracket. Or What are you going to be doing at 40? It's like you're still planning your life. It's true. At 50, you're planning your life. For what the fuck are you going to be doing when you're 70 if you're still around? Mm. You're always planning your life. You're always working on yourself. No matter what age you are, you're always working on yourself for the future of your life. So here's the real question. Shoot.
3: You've laid it all out. Lots of <laughs> wisdom. Yes. What are you working on, OG Suicide? Yeah. What's the real thing? Don't bullshit us. Come on, man.
1: I don't lie to kick it. I, I don't know. Bullshit. I know. I'm working on, like I said, being the face of never give up, loved one. Right, I, but
3: I mean, I, I personally. The, me,
1: oh, me personally. Your challenge. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I know. I, you're you're I'm good. Building, I'm building a podcast. You know, personality. And, and I'm looking to take that national. Ju- June 25th, let it mm-hmm. out, Love one. How mm-hmm. and how let it out, Love one came about. Um, I guess you could say I'm uh, Barbara Walters' black cousin. Because mm-hmm. yeah. okay. I get people to sit down with me on my show, and, and, and they know it's a comfort zone. Oh,
3: Ali, Ali, start free. crying.
1: You're safe. You're safe here. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to talk, let's talk about it no matter what it is but what about and, and, and they let it go and and, and i t- let it out they, they they don't have a problem with crying on my show sure let it out, let it out love one let it out you're good right let it out and you, you're gonna feel better afterwards
3: right but i, I want to know like personally for you like you know people come to you and they, what is your next growth that you're going through as a development as
1: yourself Taking my show national, <laughs> right? But I it's mean, my, that's that's that? me. Is he speaking Chinese? That's that me. Like yeah. Am I am I speaking a different language? <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Well, what am I Easy. missing?
3: What am I missing out of that? Because I I, 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 I understand that <laughs> on some level of the message. Yes. Okay. But what does that mean for you personally as a person as a well, human? Every
1: day, I I you know look for improvement in yeah. my life. I, I I said that from 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 birth to y- you older. Yeah, but w- I work what? on myself. Yeah, but specifically, what are you working on? Uh, um, definitely being an amazing grandfather. What does that entail? Man, just, you know, really being in my grandkids' life, man, there, there's no greater feeling because the way I grew up in life, you know, I remember a lot of the older cats used to be like, boy, come here, like uh, old cats. When I was 14, 15, mm-hmm. come here, boy, let me talk to you. Yeah. you keep. I see you out here. You keep going the way you're going. I guarantee you. You don't live to be 16. Mm. I went to their funerals. Mm. I went to their funerals. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to be like, damn, that's fucked up. I walk away from their garage like mad, like, fuck that old dude. (laughs) He said, I'm finna die. Like, I know I'm living fucked up. Okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it, you know? But for me to still be here, loved one, and have five grandkids, like, that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I also want to still be here healthy. In my right mind, still can walk around and move around mm-hmm. and see my grandkids have kids. Mm-hmm. That's like my dream. That's a dream to me that that's going to mean the world to me to still be in my right frame of mind and to see that I come from nothing. I was abandoned, found an apartment, placed in a foster home. Miss Price adopted me. That's my legacy. You know, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm leaving on this earth when I do leave here, loved one, Hmm. to carry on my name, you know, because my life was, like I said, it it was shitted on at birth, you know, and then I really love helping people, you know, I really do. I'll give a person my last, homie. When I leave here, I can't take none of this shit with me, so I'll give a person my last minute, and and, and it really feels good to be in a position to be able to help people, Because I can remember I starved and watched people ball. Why I starved with nothing and they had it all. And that key thing that says tables turn, boy, boy, when them tables turn, (laughs) it was a trip. It definitely was a trip, loved one. I, I, I've seen it. I've seen people go from good to bad. And the same people you see going up, you see going down, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and definitely, you know, I'm, I'm glad of, you know, who I am now, man. And I want to help people, you know, especially with my artists, with my nephew, with my son, with my little bro. Mm-hmm. I want to see them be successful, loved one, with music. You know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to stand on that. We're going to do that together. We're going to work together. We're going to make that happen because I could remember a time when I didn't have that help. I didn't have that person to take me under the wing, and until I got older, I didn't have that. When I was when I was 19, Man, I was in the trenches. Mm. I didn't have that. You know, I I, I was looked upon as you know at, at very well respected in the streets and. I'm glad to still be here and not live that life. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. I'm away from that it, and it feels good. And then to be able to embrace people, man, you know, I, I come from a person that I didn't have family. So everybody I embraced as family was people I met in the streets hmm. or that I met over the years and they became, you know, little bros, nephews, cousins, little sis, niece. That's how my life built. You know, because I didn't have that family structure. Miss um, Price, they they had a, a cool amount of people in the family, but they didn't have a big family. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't. So I really didn't have that. You know, I, I've always been that one wanted nieces and nephews and and brothers and, and a, a humongous family. So I built my family tree. Mm-hmm. You know, from just people I've met and I've embraced. I didn't had a lot of bad people in my life mm-hmm. that I embraced. That's no longer in my life. So now, it, it, like I said, this right here is dangerous. I pay close attention to the people I have around me. You know now, so I know the people that surround me now. Embracing them, I, I'm doing the right thing because they the right people. You know, like my nephew, man, it's a good dude sitting right there. You know what I mean? Brung up well. Right. You know, sprung up right. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. You know, my son, my little bro, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to in my position to help them get what they want in life and where they want to be at in life. And I ain't looking for nothing in return, homie. Just just for me to see success amongst somebody else. Because I know what success feels like. And I want to see other people be successful. But the last thing, the key thing that I'm doing right now. June 25th. June 25th, Club Bahia. Be there. Don't miss it. This is going to be the first official day of me taking my show national. Yeah? That's my first official day. The venue holds 550 people. A live show. Live show. My podcast live show. I'm taking my show national. Where has got to get tickets? Club to Bahia. Thing? Um Eventbrite. The link is in my bio on Instagram. All right. Um I'm taking my show national, and from there, every time I have a show, I'm looking to have between 40 and 50 people in an audience every time I go live. Straight out. That's where I'm at with it. Jimmy Kimmel, you better get ready. Get I'm ready, Jimmy. Heels. I'm on yeah. your heels, Jimmy. Yeah. Let it out, love one. Yeah, <laughs> I, like it. I love it. <laughs> I, it.
3: I, I see more than 50 at each show. What? Yeah, what? Well,
1: well, well. Right, start small. Start small. No, I'm saying I see it. Well, the first event going to have 550. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I'm cool. And then I'm going to a balance it. I, I'm going to grow into it.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm. Uh, you got the passion for
1: it, man. They and I come. think that's
2: a great idea. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. it's a great idea for you to take it live. Man. Yeah, for sure. And, and the more it. the more live and the more out there, the more people going to get some help, And then too. take it around the world. Yep. hmm Hell yeah! OG Suicide in the house. Yeah,
1: in the house. In Y'all the now, listen to him
2: on No Jumper. OG Suicide in the building. Go check out his show on No Jumper. It's a
1: great. Yeah. Show. And let it out, loved one. And let hey,
2: and let it out, loved one. Let it out. And loved one. let it out. June twenty fifth. Yes. All right. So go to his link and bio. You can get tickets. Yes. There's still about meet and uh, greet tickets.
1: Fifty seats left. About oh, yeah. four hundred fifty. When it sell out, that's it. Don't that's hit my it. phone. Don't call me. I've been telling y'all to go get y'all tickets now. When it's sell out and you go to buy a ticket and there's none there. And You call my phone. Doo, doo,
2: doo. Yep, yesterday's <laughs> price ain't today's price, right? At all. Yeah, and we're. Hey, I'm gonna be over there. I'm gonna be over there supporting it. So you know, let's, yeah. come on, let's get in. Come on, OG Suicide, Dre Hill. Let's guys go. up in the house tonight, yeah, making it happen. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you for coming Aww, in and, and leaving one. us some positive stuff, man. On, man and some help with some people, yeah. And Sean, that was a great question you asked, yeah. It was man. a like,
3: fantastic yeah, question. There's a lot of people, di- there
2: are a lot of people getting those phone calls, and who some people don't know what to say, so right, it's great, brother. And uh, you man, got this, you got, you got this. this. Huh? You got yeah, this. Yeah. Hey bro, you started you. right.
1: You said the right things. You, you had my it. attention. And I wasn't even feeling that way.
2: <laughs> Tell you something, man. This world is a better place with guys like OG Suicide. Yes, you Living the yes, way he's sir. living today. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, the way I'm living out. today. And suicide is a <laughs> huge... Saying. huge. Hey, we all Suicide somewhere. is a huge problem all over the world, especially right here, man. From all so, walks of life. From all walks of life. And
1: my thing is this, too, real quick. Mm-hmm. With people... The word suicide get kicked under the rug. Mm. You know? It really do. They kick it under the rug like it don't exist, but it do. Or they write it write off as crazy. Yeah, they write it off as crazy. crazy. Can I uh, it was crazy. Real quick. When you start seeing kids seven and eight years old and six years old committing suicide. There's something wrong. you telling me it ain't a problem in this world? No, it's a problem. It's a problem. They going to kick that under the rug for no. real? But I do have one question for you. Uh-oh, here we go. No, 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 no. Let me— Just a quick one. Hey, he like a set of drums right now. He on a roll. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I am
3: curious because you're right about all of that. Let's go. No, no, I'm not even—I am I am curious to hear. Have you thought about the samurai tradition of ritual suicide? And do you—what what do you think about that? That was accepted? Okay, Well, to
1: them, to them, it's kind of like almost like saying that's a religion to them. You know, that's that's how they live. That's kind of like their religion. They believe in that. Yeah, you know. So, I don't I don't wish suicide on nobody. But that's how they live. That's their style. That's their religion. They they thoroughly stand on that. Right. Thoroughly. Man, they weren't calling nobody.
2: When they were getting ready to go do that, talking about, I need a hotline or oh, something. Well, I mean, they didn't, have phones, Nobody. They didn't, they didn't have, have phones. They didn't right have, right have phones. They not right have phones <laughs> or nothing. The difference is these guys are wrestling with it. They no, weren't wrestling no, with it No, no, I'm not know? saying yeah. one's right around. I was well. just curious because he no, said. No, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. No, yeah, you no, were. yeah, you were. Yeah, you no. were. I was curious. I was curious. But they did call. By curious? No.
3: Hey, he let out, you hey, let you, you, it out, you young one. Let it out, young one.
1: You know Curiosity killed the cat, yeah. right? Hey, you know
3: Satisfaction brought him back, right?
1: Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Anyway. Hey, let me hey. tell you one thing, and Go this ahead. is a quote. Okay. You can live by it. Go ahead. The world can live by it. And don't forget, well, two, I'm like a can of oil you can't out-slick me. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But the key one that the world can live by is a hospital not the only thing with patients. You can quote that. There you go. Oh.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm not. I'm gonna quote that. Yeah, I, it's yeah. all fun. Yeah, <laughs> so the rabbit
2: gets the gun. Yeah. Yeah. that's right. Oh yeah. www.supermaxhardware.com. Peep us out. It's stuck Cookies with you right SF I like that. and yeah. at Vibes Papers. You know how we do a big shout out to Burner and the family and Stefan Oreo and the Soul yeah. Assassin's. Yeah. Big shout out, Dre Hill, OG Suicide. Yep. And always listen to the Hard Luck Show. Now on Mondays and Thursdays, two shows a week. That's right. right? Two Two shows shows a week. Slow it down because we're getting busy. Yeah. His firm and my clothing company (laughs) and my man over there is fucking getting crazy with the audio technicians. Yeah, one in four people. So, we love you. We're out of here. Let it out, loved one. Let it out, y'all. Let it out, loved one. June
3: 25th. Yeah.
2: And thank you to Alien, Alien CBD, Bolt one CBD. One in four people. One in four, four people. Were you a dancer? Were you a dancer? Sure.
0: Hey, <laughs> What is the Fat Boys one? Then isn't he in deep shit? Mother's Day is almost here.